Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! <laughs> Hey everyone, my name's Drew and welcome on board the Ghost Train Podcast. This is the podcast that dives right into the creepy and freaky world of the paranormal. With it being the month of December and Christmas right around the corner, I thought what better time than now than to start watching some Christmas horror movies. So send them in and I'll start watching them. I do have my go-to scary movies that I watch this time of year and I'm looking forward to finding some new holiday classics. For the month of December, I'm going to be telling you some holiday horror stories. Now, I've found some really fun and scary holiday stories to spook you right into the Christmas spirit. Now, these stories are bound to keep you awake nice and late so that you can stay up for Santa. All right, here we go. Holiday Horror Stories, Part 1. This story is called Christmas Church Ghost. It was sent in from Paulina from Australia. And it goes like this. I was playing hide-and-seek with the other little kids from my mom's village of Western Samoa. I was quite young then, so I always followed my older cousin around. It was the middle of the night, and most of the other kids were used to hiding anywhere in the dark. Now, I wasn't used to this, as I was only there for the Christmas holidays. I actually live in Australia. Since we were all hiding in the graveyard, we were able to find our way around in the light cast by the church. We hid in the shadows and waited for the boy who was it. We could hear him coming, so we kept quiet. The boy was pretty loud, so we wondered what he was making such a fuss about, and we went to see. This boy later told us that he had walked into the church as he thought his little brother was hiding there. He saw a boy standing right in front of the altar, and he didn't know if this was his brother or not, because the boy's back was turned to him. He ran up behind the boy and tapped him on the shoulder. As soon as he did this, the strange boy disappeared and our friend fainted. We went home to tell his parents. We got back to find him still laying there, dead, still. His parents took him home and we never played in the graveyard at night again. We later found out that the boy's brother had been home the entire time. He hadn't been to the church at all. What really scared us was that the boy who fainted has been ill since that night and still hasn't recovered. Whoever was in the church must have been pretty mad that us kids disturbed him. Ooh. Now, Paulina, that story is pretty, pretty weird stuff. The fact everyone knows that I'm terrified of ghost kids. This story has it. I don't know what the hell you're thinking playing hide-and-go-seek in a graveyard, to be honest. That's just insane, first off. Secondly, I'm wondering if this kid's just getting some sort of residual energy from the ghost that he had actually was able to touch. Maybe this child died of some sort of a sickness and now it's kind of almost transferred to him and he's feeling this. I don't know if that's something that can actually happen, but it's just a theory that I have as to why this uh, young boy is still being affected to this day from actually physically touching a ghost. Now, this next story I'm going to tell you is a little bit strange, which all of these stories really are. But this one, 
I don't know what it was. I do have some theories, but I'm not sure. You let me know. This is called The Christmas Visitor, and this was sent in from Scarlet. I had an unusual visitor on Christmas Day 2008, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't Santa Claus passing by my house in Bloomington, Indiana. The day started in typical fashion with the opening of gifts around the Christmas tree. I served an early Christmas dinner for the family and friends, and everybody departed by 5 p.m. except for my sister and brother-in-law who live with me. And they were sleeping in the bedroom at the end of the hall, but their door was open. I went into my bedroom with my dog, Toby, and shut the door securely. Toby curled up at the foot of the bed like he always does. It was chilly, so I pulled the blanket and comforter up around my head and curled up and took a little bit of a nap for an hour. I was just dozing off when I heard the latch on my bedroom door open. I waited several seconds for my sister or brother-in-law to say whatever they had come in to say, but there was no other sound. It was almost 7 p.m., so my bedroom was pitch black. I had left the light on in the kitchen and bathroom, and there were lots of Christmas lights in the living room, so the hallway would have been well lit. I would be able to see whoever was at the door by just lifting my head. I pushed the blanket down and lifted my head from the pillow, but just as I would have been able to see who was in the doorway, an extremely bright light hit me right in the face. I shielded my eyes and yelled, Turn out that fucking light, you're blinding me! The light immediately disappeared, and I heard the bedroom door latch close. My bedside light is a touch lamp, so I tapped it on and looked around the bedroom. There was no one there except me and Toby. Toby jumped off the bed and went to the door without showing any signs of alarm. At first, I wasn't frightened because Toby is a Dutch Shepherd and was trained to be an excellent watchdog. Since Toby was already up, I decided to let him out and see what my sister or her husband wanted. When I went to the hallway, I could see both of them still in bed. I took Toby to the living room and let him outside. And there was nobody there. Ordinarily, I'm not a skittish person. And strange noises or lights wouldn't alarm me. But this situation was just too eerie. And the light had made my skin crawl. Let me add that the latch of my bedroom door is broken in such a way that the inside of the door handle must be jiggled for the latch to pop out and engage. It makes a very distinctive sound that I'm used to listening for because if it doesn't latch, the door will swing open. I'm absolutely positive that the door was latched closed when I got into bed. Just as I'm certain it was the door latch I heard during the incident. When I left the bedroom, the door was latched closed again. I couldn't understand how my sister or brother-in-law could have come into my room and then returned to their own bed and crawled under the covers in the few seconds it took me to reach the hallway, but I figured it had to be one of them since Toby always barks and growls at everybody and everything he doesn't immediately recognize. When my brother-in-law got up to get ready for work that night, I asked him, what did you want earlier in the evening when you opened my door? He looked puzzled and said, I never got up, and I certainly never opened your door. I slept soundly the whole time I was in bed. Okay, so I asked my sis, Did you want something earlier this evening when you opened my door? She looked so puzzled and told me, 
I dozed off and on, but I never got out of bed, and I never saw or heard anything in the hallway. She leaves their bedroom door open all the time, and she faces the hallway so she can see if anyone is coming or going in the house. So who is my special Christmas visitor? And how did they get in and out so quickly? Like most people, the thoughts of loved ones are always close at hand during the holiday season. When I first went to lie down, I was thinking how happy I was that my small family had enjoyed a pleasant Christmas, but it would have been so much better if my mother and brother had still been alive to share it with us. I would like to think it was my brother's spirit stopping by to say, Merry Christmas. I haven't been able to debunk this strange event or find any kind of rational explanation. I'm half afraid that my heart stopped during my sleep and the light I saw was the bright light people report after near-death experiences. Leave it to me to see the stairway to heaven and ruin my chances at external paradise by saying, Turn that fucking light off! I've made a mental note that if I see another bright light to clean up my language, just in case. Now, what do you think this bright light was? Part of me does think it could have been someone breaking into the house with a flashlight and shining it right in her face, not knowing that there was anyone there because it was so quiet at night. And this could have startled her. But you think the dog would have got up and really done something about it, you know, made a noise, done something, bark. Like she said, the dog is a very protective dog. So that, to me, almost debunks that it could have been someone breaking into the house. Plus, her sister never saw anything, and she was kind of dozing in and out of sleep the whole time. So you think that she would have maybe heard someone walking around or seen someone with a flashlight going through the house, but that wasn't the case either. So what could it be? Could it have been her brother or another loved one coming to see them through the holidays? I honestly think it could be. Now, I don't know what the bright light would necessarily be. Could it be her heart stopping? Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I think it's more likely to have been a loved one than anything. All right, this next story is called A Ghostly Christmas Caress, sent in from Paige. It was Christmas time, 1995, at my aunt's house on a reservation in North Dakota. Some of my family was in the living room watching television and the kids were playing in their rooms or sleeping. And my uncle and aunt and I were sitting at the table putting a puzzle together. My cousin, who worked at a casino, was due home around midnight or 1am. That night she pulled up and was walking towards the house. She looked in the window and saw me sitting at the table and my uncle sitting across from me. She also saw someone standing to the left of me and someone standing in the corner. She continued to walk to the house thinking nothing of it, and when she got inside, she said her hellos, put her stuff away, and came to join us at the table. As we were sitting there talking, she looked at me and asked who was standing next to me a few minutes ago, and who was in the corner. I told her, no one, and she said, yeah, there was someone standing next to you. It looked like your mom, and she was playing with your hair. Now I have long hair, which I used to wear down all the time. And she said the person was running her hand on my hair like a mother does to a child. Now this kind of freaked me out. I was probably only 12 or 13 at the time. 
and my cousin swears up and down that someone was standing over me, rubbing my head, watching me put the puzzle together with my aunt and uncle, and that there was another person standing behind the person. We got around to thinking that the second person was probably her mom, who passed away on her birthday a week before Christmas back in 1992. In my family, we consider our aunts and uncles to be just like our moms and dads. After thinking it could have been her, it didn't scare me so much. At Christmas time, something strange always happens. And now we just think it's my mom visiting us. Oh, those stories gave me some serious chills. Not so much horror stories. Kind of feel-good stories in the end, but still, pretty freaky stuff going on. I hope you enjoyed these holiday horror stories. Get ready for next week because there's going to be more coming to you. And don't forget to send in your holiday horror movie ideas so I can start watching them. I'm super pumped to find some brand new holiday horror classics. That's all for the Ghost Train Podcast this week. If you enjoy today's show, share it with a friend or family member over the holiday seasons. They will thank you. I'm sure the gift of giving is in the air, so get it going. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Ghost Train Podcast. And Twitter, you can hit me up or change the name at Ghost Train Pod. Don't forget to support the Ghost Train Podcast on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Ghost Train Podcast. This is a place where you can get shoutouts on the Ghost Train Podcast or even get your episodes early. Head on over and check it out if it's something that you're interested in doing and supporting. That would be unbelievable and a wonderful Christmas gift to me. Until the next Ghost Train gets in the station, good luck sleeping tonight.